0: Hello, I'm Melvin O'Doom. Now, most of you know me as a radio and TV presenter where I've interviewed some of the biggest names in music and film. But you may not be as familiar with my not-so-successful dating career. Well, that's all about to change as I share the highs and lows of my love life in my own podcast, Melvin Meets His Match, brought to you by Tinder. I've invited some of my oldest and newest celebrity friends to help me improve my dating game, and something tells me they're not going to hold back. So let's not hang around, let's get into it. So, this week on the podcast, I have my oldest partners in crime, Ricky and Charlie. How you guys doing? Yo! Uh, I mean, I don't you know why. Silly what boy. I don't know why I'm asking. <laughs> literally saw you this morning about.
1: What have you done, Melvin? What have you <laughs> what, done? Bring you on this podcast, <laughs> you're saying? Yeah, that's I what I'm mean, yeah. um,
2: saying. I don't know if you want a second series out of this, Melv, but getting us two on ain't going the right way, to be honest with you. I'll All be right. honest
1: with you. It's the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: so you know.
1: Enjoy it while it lasts, my friend. <laughs> well, um, Ricky, for those that don't know, because you're great with
0: dates, how long have we been working together for?
1: Working together, uh, we started working together probably 2002. But in terms of knowing each other, 1998.
0: So we've been working together for a very, very long time. So most people know us as Ricky, Melvin and Charlie. But as this is my podcast today, we are known as (laughs) Melvin, Ricky and Charlie. I think it sounds much better. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm quite nervous uh, about today's podcast. Um, Our producer, James has been saying that like off mic, he's been speaking to you guys for the last few days and you've got loads of stories, wrapped up to go. I mean, Ricky and Charlie, you guys are smiling, big smiles on your face. So I'm quite scared about today's podcast. But I feel like we've known each other for so long that we shared some of these stories uh, to the nation on radio over the last few years. And when I say share, I mean exposed, because that's what you guys do (laughs) when it comes to my dating stories. Um, But are there any that you think I may have forgotten about? Charlie, first, please.
2: So I don't think you would have forgotten about this, but I don't think we've told this story for a while. And the reason why this one always sticks in my head, and I know it will Rick's as well, is because when you came into the studio and told us that this happened, I think me and Rick's for the first time in our lives were just speechless. So... Here comes the story. Oh no! <laughs> so I remember, Rick. You remember this? He was seeing. I won't obviously mention any names, but he was seeing this lovely girl, really, really lovely girl, a couple of years ago. And we were like, "This is this is it. This is going to be the one." You know, she's really sweet. They were spending a lot of time with each other. And then Mel, he must have had a bad day. Mel, you must have had a bad day at the office. <laughs> he gets those. He gets those. Yeah. He gets those, Charles. He used to be stroppy on a Thursday in particular, didn't he? <laughs> and, um, I remember him coming into work the next day and going, Yeah, you know, she came around last night. She told me she was going to cook for me. <laughs> she put it in the microwave. <laughs> and so we're not together anymore. And we were like, What? Are you kidding me? Are you actually serious? And then I think you split up a couple of days later.
0: Yeah, but Charlie, can I add some, some context to the story? No. Now- <laughs> Bear in mind, I was trading for the London Marathon around that time. And so I was trying to eat healthy as well at that time. And I had taken some food out to Defrost, to like some steak or something. And she said she's gonna cook. Now there's a difference between cooking and preparing. <laughs> that was my Not in argument. My house, <laughs> in your house. I think if you're cooking, you're seasoning up, you're doing marinade, you're letting it like go in the oven, you're actually chopping up vegetables and stuff. But if you're preparing, that's just going straight in the microwave, which is what she did. And it broke my heart, Charles. It broke my heart. <laughs> Can you remember
2: what meal it was out of interest?
0: It was it was like a roast, but it was like everything was in the pack. So it was like potatoes and then the meat was all in some tray
1: and she just put it straight. I remember into the you microwave. saying something about chicken Melvin. You were saying that she just came and she just put the chicken thing in the oven in the, in the microwave and I was so angry. Like I put the oven on and everything. She, she just I used mean, the
0: microwave. Looking back, I was very unreasonable. <laughs> but I just think at the time because I expected like a, a slap up meal, it kind of hurt my feelings a bit. Because I think any one of us could put like food in the microwave or the oven.
1: What I would say, Mel, because I I remember this story. I, I remember the, the the relationship and whatnot. And you guys were good together. And I yeah. I, I think maybe. There were two factors involved here. I think the fact that you were training for the London Marathon and you were probably quite on edge and you were quite like, you know, uh, agitated, easily agitated, I would say, yeah. which is fair because you're training and you can't eat you can't eat the way that you want to eat and, and whatnot. But also, I think maybe your relationship with this person, who was amazing, by the way, had probably run its course and this yeah. was your exit plan. I think <laughs> you're right. Took... Mel- Melvin saw his <laughs> opportunity and he was like, this is my way out and I'm going <laughs> to
2: take it with both hands. But you know what? Not though. Oh, but there's not a single person in this world that split up with someone over a microwavable meal. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: you'll be, you'll, you'll be hard <laughs> pressed to find someone else who's had the same reason to break up with someone. But a great story there, Charles. Uh, Ricky, do you have any stories that I may have forgotten?
1: Yes. Melvin, I know you will still definitely remember this, but I don't think you'll remember it the way that I remember it, which is why I would like to tell it. <laughs> okay. So basically... I reckon this was probably about, we're going our way back, Charles, probably about 2009, right? And so I was living like, you know, what, 10 minutes away from central London. So it was really easy to go out in central London in the West End or wherever you go and then get back to my house afterwards. Because obviously we used to get out for the breakfast show. We were working at MTV at the time. It was really handy. Now, we were DJing at a KISS event. We were all working at KISS on the breakfast show at the time. Charlie, I think you were at this event as well. I can't remember, but I think you probably would have been there. Um... I think you, in fact, you were there. You were there. Oh, I was so
2: excited. He's
1: spoken about this girl that he was dating. He was really, really into it. It's like, Rix, she's so amazing. Like, I really like her. Now, when Melvin, like, (laughs) when he gets involved in somebody that he really, really likes, he goes to town. He really likes to go to town. And he really, really, like, puts his heart and soul into it. So I could tell that he liked this girl. Right? right then the next thing I know he was like oh Ricks so I went out of this that girl again but this time she brought she brought her sister with her and I was like and I was like her sister and he was like yeah she, well they say they're sisters they're not really sisters they're, they're just friends however the sister is amazing <laughs> he was he was fully involved he forgot everything that he thought about the, the girl from before <laughs> <laughs> girl number one and he was like the the, the sister is amazing <laughs> and I was like wow so what are you going to do he's like I don't know like I think I think I've got a bit of a connection with both of them so I don't know what I might do I might bring them both invite them both out to our next gig now the next gig was at Piccadilly Institute Charles yeah. which yeah. uh, Kiss used to yeah. hold a lot of their parties right yeah. so me and Melvin are DJing Charles I think you were DJing as well I think you've left We've, we're DJing we stay till the end right and Melvin's got like, these two girls who are friends like they're good friends and he's invited them both down to this party and he's having the he's having the best night ever he's doing <laughs> shots he's you know what he gets like yeah. he's ordering sambucas <laughs> he's ordering tequilas for people that he doesn't even know he's yeah. doing his tiny temper impersonation on the microphone he's living his life in his little waistcoat and his converse he was living life <laughs> living absolute life living absolute life to the fullest right so i said right Melv. I'm going I'm gonna go out after like our DJ set because like my friend's got a party around the corner. So why don't you go back with take the two girls back to mine because it's just around the corner rather than going all the way back to your house. You live a bit further afield. Just go back to mine. There's loads of drinks there, music or whatever. My flatmate's not in. He's gone back home to Southampton. Just have run of the roost. (laughs) Just just take everything that you need and do whatever you want. He was like, thank you, Ricky. (laughs) I've never seen Melvin take take a set of keys out of my hand so fast in my life. He was like, yep, I'll take those. Thank you very much. And with a hop and a skip, he left with either girl on each arm and I was like wow Melvin's really upped his game Melvin is gonna actually like do something spectacular something spectacular is happening right now he's like he's living the dream anyways (laughs) I get home my front door isn't locked. My front door is ajar, right? <laughs> my front door's ajar. Oh there's music, God. there's music blaring. It must be about half past five in the morning, right? Music <laughs> blaring, TV's on. I walk in. I walk down the corridor, I walk into like the main like living area, and one of the girls is kind of standing on the breakfast bar. Standing on the breakfast bar in her high heels <laughs> oh, with, with a bottle of champagne. The <laughs> other girl is over by my DJ decks, like pretending to DJ with a <laughs> champagne glass. They are having a whale of a time they're having the best they're living their best lives right living their best lives and I'm like this looks fun like even though you guys are disrespecting my place this looks fun I'm I'm involved (laughs) I was like where's Melvin? (laughs) Melvin was nowhere to be seen so I was like oh my gosh, Like, where's Melvin? And they were like, oh my gosh, Melvin. Oh, he thinks he's so slick. He tried it all with me first. And I was like, yes, nah, Melvin! nah, 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 nah. And then he tried it all with my friend and she was uh... like, nah, 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 nah. Then he tried it all with both of us and we were like, nah. So I was like, so where is he? They were like, he went to bed. And he was sleeping in my <laughs> flatmate. He was sleeping in my flatmate's bed like a baby.
0: There's a reason why I forgot that
1: story is because it ended so badly. <laughs> 100 right. they teamed
2: up. It's the best thing that they actually teamed up. That's my favourite part of the story.
1: That's not even the. That's not even the best part.
0: That's not the best part. So the, the best part is I found out later on that they. The reason why they were not interested in me is because they were interested in Ricky, and all I can say <laughs> is they both. Loved off Ricky. And that's where it ends because it hurts hurts too much to explain the story in full. But let's just say they both like Ricky. The glory days. The end. (laughs) All right. So we've started off with two, I mean, very interesting stories there uh, about my dating life. But the premise of this podcast is to help me out on my dating journey. And I feel like... Oh, is the, it?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't get like, that memo, you know. I thought it was <laughs> destroy your dating.
2: Yeah, <laughs> dating like, yeah. That's what you guys are
1: here to oh. do. You're here to help me.
2: Oh, sorry.
0: I feel like this, this episode is going to be like a, a lesson in learning from my mistakes because there's been a few since I've known you right. guys, right? Yeah, yeah. But on a serious note, Ricky first, if you had to give me one bit of dating advice, what would it be?
1: Uh, this is a really hard question because... I am not a leading authority when it comes to dating myself. I don't look at myself and go, oh, Ricky, you smashed it when you were dating. Because I, if you guys remember, I didn't like going on dates.
2: No, you never did.
1: So I'm, I'm not the best person. However, however, Melv, if I was to give you any advice, I would say, because it happened to me, if you want to get out of being single and into a relationship You've got to change you've got to change something because I was in a situation where I was dating but I didn't really know if I really wanted to be a, in a relationship I kind of half didn't half didn't right so you kind of have to have a very clear vision that you're dating specifically to get out of being single and be in a relationship does that make sense
0: Yeah yeah that makes sense so what should
1: I change then
2: Everything yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You need to change your perspective like what happened to me was <laughs> like it was the fact that I met my partner, Nat, just before lockdown. So I always say this to her, she always gets really upset, but it's the truth. I always say if lockdown didn't happen, if we hadn't met just before lockdown and the, literally the whole planet hadn't come to a standstill, I probably wouldn't have like taken meeting her as seriously as I did. I wouldn't have focused so specifically on her and, and, and like our connection as I did. It literally took the world to stop come to a standstill with covid for me to go all right well i can't go anywhere (laughs) i can't go out of my house (laughs) this is the last person that i spoke to who is actually like really amazing and it took it took the world to stop for me to just open my eyes and go this person's really good for me and we could be really good together Yeah. yeah 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 so i think you have to change something fundamentally big in your life to get a different result or this is my last thing. Or you might meet someone that is just like you who, you know, has the same outlook on life and, and that's fine as well. Do you know what I mean? But you have, to, I think, to get out of the situation that you're in, if you want to, you've got to change something quite drastic.
0: All right. Wise words there, Ricks. Uh, Charlie, what's your advice?
2: So the, the mad thing is, right, so when I'm out and about, the first thing people ask me is, have you ever kissed Ricky or Melvin? And that's like obviously not.
0: You say no, kissed. They say something else though.
2: I know, but I didn't want to say the normal <laughs> word. <laughs> and I'm like, no. They were like, like, have yeah, you I'm... smashed Ricky Melvin's back doors <laughs> in? Have you? <laughs> no, not today. Um, but and obviously no, I say no. Like we're you know we're family, and then they, they say, oh, is Rick's with someone? Is Mel with someone? This has obviously happened for years. And honestly, my answer is always that. The reason why I think you're single, Melv, and I'm gonna use sweets as a bit of an analogy, you've got a very sweet tooth, right? <laughs> so if I was to take you to a sweet <laughs> if I was to take you to a sweet shop, and don't get me wrong, I'll be with you, you would you wouldn't just pick out one sweet, you'd pick out ten. Right. Because you love sweets, right? So you would go, go
1: to a pick and mix.
2: so my thing is I just think you need to focus I think the key word is focus because you're such a lovely person and I do genuinely I don't think I've ever been this nice to you but I do think you can give someone the world um but it has to be the right person and also someone that's not going to take you for granted so I think you need to forget all the other sweets that are coming in you know that you're consuming focus on the one sweet and then I feel like you'll change as well because Melvin, um, Melvin is obviously the life and soul of the party. But me and Ricks also see a different side to Melvin that he's very, you know, he likes his own space. He doesn't like to play music when you're driving with him in the car. He like, but jokes aside, like you, you like your own space and you've enjoyed living on your own. So yeah. I think focus is key but also be open to letting someone else live with you or be a part of your life. Because when you've been on your own for so long or you've lived on your own for so long, like not, not been on your own for so long. He
1: definitely hasn't been on his own for so long.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you're so used to your own company that then I feel like you get set in your ways and you're you're a creature for habit, Melv. You hate change. Out of me, you and Rich, you are the worst for change. You, yep. you hate it, but then when you get change, you love it. So I think focus... Stick to one fizzy suite, don't go for the whole bloody lot, end of. <laughs> See,
0: that's why I needed you guys on this podcast, because you're so honest, I can't deny the truth. <laughs> so Charlie's saying, basically, I need to go to the dentist more because my teeth are mashed up from all these sweets. And Ricky says, you need to change something drastically. Great advice from both of you. Now, I'm dreading this a little bit because our producer said that Charlie has prepared a game. I don't know anything about this. All he said is Melvin. Do you not? Yep. After the guys give you some some dating advice, uh, Charlie's gonna do a game. So over to you, Charles.
2: Um, yum 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so. Mel, basically, I've been tasked with testing you on how well you remember your own dating career. (laughs) And I've been thinking about this for a while and thinking, how can I do this? And I think the best way to do it is by first starting with the fact that when myself and and you two, when we all become friends and obviously started working together, because you were friends already, we made a rule, the three of us, that we would never, ever date. Each other's friends or each other's family. That was the one rule, guys. Like, there was no other rules put out there, just the one rule.
0: Can I say, I feel like it was a rule enforced by Ricky and Charlie. I, I didn't
1: agree to it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you did sign. You signed on that deadline.
1: You should have read them terms and conditions, bro. You should have read them TNCs. <laughs> it was
2: a small print. Yeah, there was small print. But it is fair to say you broke that rule within probably about six months of knowing me anyway. But the question is, and the game is, who did you break the rules with? Now, there are an A, B, and C option, Melv, so you have a chance to redeem yourself and get some serious points here.
0: Okay, cool. Because, I
2: mean, you ruined your opportunity anyway. So <laughs> did you break the rule with A, Charlotte, B, Joe, or C, Leanne?
0: Yeah, with with one of them, Joe. <laughs> One, are you sure it was one? I I may have kissed Charlotte at your wedding. Did you kiss her at the wedding? (laughs) Yeah, and basically I got caught by... (laughs) I got caught by Charlie's mum, and she was, <laughs> she
1: weren't having it. But I saw when you were eyeing up, eyeing her up. I didn't see that you kissed her. Wow! Yay. No, man, you devil. <laughs> and it wasn't just me; there was a mutual feelings.
0: And so, basically, when at the reception, everyone was enjoying life. Charlie had like the best DJs at her wedding. It was going off. Everyone was doing their thing, and then nightfall came. <laughs> so we had a bit of we had a bit of a place to kind of like chill, and it was outside. And we kissed, and I feel like I got caught straight away. Like literally, <laughs> literally. I think it was. I think it was your dad, Charlie. <laughs> he was like Melvin, 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 Melvin. I love you. I love mm. you, son. I love you, but not with my Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, after I got told off by <laughs> Uncle tell I was like, nah, I can't go there. <laughs> so yeah, I did just kiss Charlotte. That was it.
2: What? So are you you're saying? It was A, Charlotte, B, Joe, and you don't think it was C, Leanne, no?
0: Who's Leanne?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Leanne. All <laughs> I'm saying is think about your answers. What is your final answer? Otherwise, you're in so much trouble. Leanne, Leanne. No, no, no. It was just. Are you sure?
0: It was think just. Mouth. Think. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, so you're saying all three? Is this a trick question? i don't know is it no just joe just joe i'm saying just joe
2: i can tell you that the answer was all three of them
1: oh melv (laughs) how do you not know how do you not know this Melv? how should we move on to the next
0: part of the podcast
2: (laughs) hang on a sec hang on a sec melv i'm just kidding it was just charlotte and joe but it was two out of the three there's no leanne involved (laughs) i made that one up that's
0: what i was gonna say
1: i was i was like hang about who's leanne
0: (laughs) I had to think about that for a second.
1: Bearing in mind that we said like no family, no friends.
2: He's gone. He's gone
1: with two anyway. My
2: best Unbe- friend. Unbelievable. My best friend and my cousin.
0: But sometimes <laughs> the boy has the boy has no rules. You can't say no to love when when it hits you. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, when... clearly
2: you ask because otherwise <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this podcast. That's very
0: true. That's a good point, Charles. <laughs> Here's another part um, of the podcast, which I really enjoy, called Dance <laughs> So this is where I talk about some of my dating dilemmas or disasters. Um, I have a feeling that Ricky and Charlie, you already know about this story. But what I want to do today is find out how you would have done stuff differently. Or, what you would have done to stop yourself from being in this situation, all right? <laughs> so, um a few years ago, me and me and Ricky were working on this TV show, and our producers who are amazing, Susie and Mel, they were really strict with me and Ricky. So like for weeks and weeks, we had to rehearse. Uh, they booked a hotel next to the set and they were like, while you're in this hotel, because we know what you, you and Melvin are like, you can't have <laughs> any visitors, you can't have any girls around. In fact, one of them stayed in the hotel room next door, right?
1: One of the bosses, one of the bosses stayed. Yeah, one, one of, the, of bosses. the bosses
0: was next door, sorry. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, a few days before we wrapped on this show, I, I messaged the girl that I was seeing and I said, look, I've got a lovely hotel. Because the, the one thing that I used to love was free hotels paid for by work. It was like my number <laughs> free one... Anything. Fi- free, yeah, free, free anything. free anything, Charles, right? <laughs> so I've called my friend up. I said, look, I'm in this hotel. It's really nice. But you have to sneak in because my bosses, my producers, they can't see you or I'm going to get in a lot of
1: trouble. Bearing in mind as well, Mel, just quickly, we were there for what? Was it... it was the best part of seven days, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was, it was like seven days. We, we haven't right. seen yeah, anyone, yeah. right? No so, family, no friends, or whatever.
0: Exactly. So she's coming to this into to my room, and you know things have got a, a little bit heated. And she's dressed up really lovely, and oh, oh, all. Yeah, say... what was say, she wearing?
1: What was, what was she wearing? You know, wearing? some
0: nice lingerie, some a lace <laughs> number, I would say.
2: He's it, dirty pants of it. <laughs> He likes that. <laughs> well,
0: she
1: came all that way in lingerie for you, man. Yes,
0: yeah, it was, great work. It was well well done. lovely, lovely display. So, um, well all I can say is I didn't last very long because I was so excited, and because I hadn't, you know, seen her in such a long time. Um, so. All I can say, it lasted just a few minutes. Anyway. Hang on,
2: can I just say something? Yeah. You're saying I haven't seen someone in such a long time. It was only a week. You're talking like you ain't seen someone for a year.
1: And bear in mind, Charles, like this was maybe like on the Wednesday. We'd only been there four days. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's
2: gathered
1: right, right, right. getting, getting like he was away for four months. Who's telling the days. story here? <laughs> I didn't last very long. I hadn't seen her for so long. It was four days. It was a minimum of four days. But yeah, you
0: guys are right. There was, to be honest, there was no excuse. But um, I found out later on that she went back to work and she'd given me the nickname to her mates, Two Pump Melv, right? And I stupidly came into work the next day. I was furious. I was like, Ricky and Charlie, I'm dating this girl and she's given me the nickname Two Pump Melv. Obviously, the first thing Ricky and Charlie say, two pumps, you're, you're lucky if you get two pumps, Melv. It's blatantly one pump. And then from that day on, you guys called me One Pump Melv on air. That became my name yeah. on the radio. Um, and, and then obviously she heard you guys calling me One Pump Melv. So she now calls me One Pump Melv as well. That name has stuck several years afterwards. All down to so you So accurate.
2: So accurate. <laughs>
0: so my question to you is how... Would you've got yourself out of that situation of getting such a bad nickname?
1: I mean, the the, the problem with you, Melv, is you like to rush things. You like to <laughs> you get excited very easily. I could just imagine him like in that hotel room, like seeing his friend in lingerie. I bet he, I bet he just couldn't wait to like just get involved. Well, you gotta you gotta take your time a little bit, Melv. And I think maybe you should have like you know maybe you know made her feel nice. Maybe ordered some uh, room service because you know, room we did pay for it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have to pay for it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, good idea. Enjoy, enjoy, take your time, take your time. And then once like you guys are getting, you know, amorous or whatever, then just like, you know, just make sure that she's taken care of first right. before you then start to enjoy yourself as well in the party so then about you if but i'm you getting are, aroused if, right if, now you just <laughs> say <saying> that <Rick. laughs>
2: oh there he goes and <laughs> 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 it's all right, over so
1: basically like if, if you're in a situation where you're like oh do you know what it might be it might be a quick one tonight then just make sure that you know you've done your your due diligence first like make sure that you've like you know taken care of your partner and made sure that they've had the best time ever and then then you can enjoy yourself and then it doesn't matter if you're one pump because you've already done your work
0: okay charles any advice for me
2: listen i'm not judging when it comes to stuff like that because i'm not a guy and you know you know do your thing whether it's one pump or 10 whatevs does
0: one pump matter charles Because it was one glorious pump. (laughs) I
2: mean, I'm taking your word for it, in which case, no, it doesn't matter. But I think there's a bigger issue here, and that is the fact that you were so distraught that you hadn't seen someone for three days. I feel like you need to look at what happened previously to that. Like, how many people were you seeing on a regular basis to make three days bad? (laughs) No, no, I wasn't seeing
0: anyone. It was the same person that I saw regularly, Charles.
2: But do you know what? I, I think, again... I say this all the time right so say if you meet someone yeah like say say you're out and about whatever and someone approaches you if they approach you and you are not into them you will go oh see that weirdo trying to speak to me earlier on like they will automatically become a weirdo but if you really like that person the fact that they approached you out of nowhere and asked you out it it wouldn't have been like that. So what I'm going back to saying with you is, is if she was actually the one and 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 you was the one for her, I don't think the one pump thing would have been an issue because you still would have been together and it would have been a story that maybe you laughed about or maybe you didn't. Like, what's the big deal? But you weren't together together and it was never going to be anything, which is why the story's brilliant.
1: What I would like to know is, after the one pump, Was there a round two? Because that makes all the difference. If there was no round two and you went to bed, then that's why it's a big deal.
2: He went to bed, I'm telling you.
1: Yeah, Charlie's right. (laughs) I
2: knew it. I knew it. I knew it.
1: And that's why the name stuck. That's why the name stuck, (laughs) Mill. There's
0: only one thing I like more than a pump and that's sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And we had had that big show the next day, so I needed my rest. (laughs) (laughs) So right now, I want to talk about a really cool feature uh, on Tinder called Vibes, where it allows you to play along with live Q&A. And the answers that you provide helps users get to know each other better. You can also match with people who choose the same answers as you. And these answers stay on your profile for 72 hours so that 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 keeps your profile fresh. And then you can match with like-minded people. So that's really cool, right? So I've been inspired by this feature and I've created my own game called Good (laughs) Vibes Only. Because I feel like Ricky and Charlie, you want the best for me and you want my dating profile to be on point so i'm going to ask you some questions that might be on my tinder profile and you can finish with the answers okay yeah yep so the first one is what i really want right now is dot 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 charles
2: <laughs> to not be known as one pump melv <laughs> ricky
1: <laughs> uh what melvin really wants right now is for you not to talk while he's driving and listening to music. <laughs> he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it if you talk to him while he's listening to music because he likes to enjoy new eyes. No, no, no. On a serious note, I think um, what Melvin really wants right now is if you're a, if you're dating him and you teach him or give him some inside information or teach him something new about music, that goes a long way. I remember Melvin used to date someone a while back, a long, long yeah, time yeah. ago, and she always used to give you like new artists to look into, and you really, really love that because you're so passionate about music. So that's what I would say.
0: Okay. Next one is the perfect virtual date attire is dot dot dot. Charles?
2: Anything, because you pull everything off, Melv. You could sit there with your little hairy chest out and your nipples <laughs> with a little bow tie, and the right person would love you for that because that's who you are equally. <laughs> You could come in a shirt or a t-shirt, and that you'd still look as good. So I say, get your hairy chest out.
1: All right, because nice. that's what we want to see. <laughs> Ricky, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, um, the perfect virtual date attire is Melvin's <laughs> birthday suit. And the only reason <laughs> is, like, when I saw this question, when I heard this question. There's a meme of a guy, <laughs> and he's riding butt naked on a bike. <laughs> And the words just say, this girl needs to know that I'm serious. <laughs> and it, just remi- it just reminds me of Melvin. The guy's riding to his destination. He's obviously going to meet his, his significant other and he's fully naked. It just says, this girl needs to know I'm serious. So I'll get Melvin in his birthday suit. The
2: thing is, our answers were too dissimilar. I said topless.
0: You need to send me that meme, boy. That sounds jokes. All right. The next one is, uh, no messages two days after a first date. I... Dot,
1: dot, dot. Ricky first. Slide into the best friend's
2: DMs. <laughs> 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 I'm open for your bells. <laughs> and Charlie? Do you know what? After two days, I'd put in one more message because you don't know people's circumstances. You don't know something could have happened to them. Something could have happened in their lives. But I think one more message after that, if you don't hear again, then check out. Yeah, you're done. Okay.
0: Fair enough. My go-to show on television is dot, 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 Ricky. Naked Attraction I was <laughs> just going to say
2: that I was
0: just going to say that Hang on No no Guys 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 You know my favourite show Because if you refuse to watch it
2: <laughs> Dick and Dom in the bungalow eh? <laughs>
0: Say it I want you to say it I want to I want This is us There this you is go us.
1: This is us It is such a he he heartwarming
0: he that show. show That you Ricky and Charlie Refuse to watch this show It's the best show on television <laughs> Finally Teabag in or out Charles
2: do you mean an actual teabag? You're not being naughty, are
0: you? you? You decide. It's up to you.
2: On then.
1: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, Rickster? I'm gonna say you're a more of a teabag out, Melv. I think you're more of a tea bag. you're more of a teabag out.
2: Oh, horrible
1: images. However, you know, he does enjoy it while it's in, but he, he would take it out. <laughs> It depends, I I would say it depends on the tea
0: (laughs) You're listening to Melvin Meets His Match Brought to you by Vibes on Tinder Join the live Q&A in app And add the answers to your profile To find out who you vibe with Before we go, we've got some uh, Listener stories that we've got sent in From social media So I think I've sent you a story each So if you read out your story and then we'll discuss how we feel about each scenario. Charlie, if you could do your uh, story for us first, please.
2: I was on a first date and made him stop the car so I could be sick because I was so hungover. We're now married 17 years and going strong. That is incredible. That's amazing.
0: That's amazing. I think that goes back to what Charlie said about if you're with the right person, they can literally do anything and it doesn't matter because if that was me... I'm not seeing that person again. Remember that time?
1: Remember that time I dropped someone home and they weed in my car. Yes, I do remember that. I do, and that person was like one one of the people that we used to go to university with, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and and I had the biggest crush. On this person for like about three years We all did We all did We all did I think everyone in our house fancied this person right And I remember The bit that killed me was When I dropped her off She tried to pretend it didn't happen (laughs) (laughs) She walked to her front door And I looked down on my seat And there was literally a puddle And bear in mind It wasn't a leather seat It was like material seat So for me to see the, the, the liquid was a lot So I called her back I said did you just wee in my car? And she was like, "Yeah, I'm so sorry." Came out of like cleaning stuff, and we tried to clean it. But I was like, she would have happily just left the wee there. Do
2: you know what though, Mel? I've done, and and I've been in positions like that before. Going back to what you're saying about when you're with the right person, um, I don't know if you know this story, but I had a New Year's Eve gig. It was a couple of years ago. It's the last time actually. I finished my set, and I was like, "Do you know what? I'm gonna have a couple of drinks now. I'm done. Like work's finished." So I didn't have a couple. I had probably too many. My brother and my partner, Lee, they left us for 10 minutes in the room. By the time they came back, I'd, I'd been sick everywhere. Like, everywhere to Did the point you? where, yeah, even my brother told me off. He was like, this is bang out of order, like, so bad. I paid for, I paid for all the sheets to be renewed in the hotel because I felt, I felt horrendous. I like, took them all home with me and paid and bought them new sheets, basically. My point being... I'm still with Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine. Charles, Charles, why do you just be sick in
0: the toilet? In toilet, yeah. That's what, that's what I always think. Why, why did you do that?
2: I couldn't make it. I didn't make it in time. <laughs> I didn't do it.
1: Wow.
0: Well, yeah, that is definitely true love there, Charles. Uh, Ricky, do you have your listener's story, please?
1: Yeah, so this listener story says, my boss went on a holiday to Mexico for two weeks. When she came back, she said that she met a really nice guy out there and they got married the weirdest part was how casual she was about it and just said, when you know, you know.
2: Aww.
1: They're still together three years later. So I guess she was right. Still crazy, though. So if
0: I went on holiday, let's say to like Cancun and I came back home, imagine we come to the live lounge, see you guys. I'm like, guys, I'm married. <laughs> what would you, what was the
1: first thing that you would say? <laughs> I would say get a lawyer and get your affairs in order because this ain't lasted. (laughs) Get your affairs in order quick.
2: I'd say, what have you eaten in Mexico because you've lost your head? (laughs) Put your company into your
1: mother's name because you're going to lose half on that divorce.
0: (laughs) Ricky and Charlie, I want to say a big thank you to, to you guys. Um, I would say it's been a pleasure, but I'm not too sure about that. But it's been insightful (laughs) and educational. So thank you so much, Ricky and Charlie.
1: One pump, Mel. We we love you, bro. One pump, Mel.
0: I love you too.
2: Good luck, Mel. You're going to need it. We love you.
0: (laughs) Well, my dear listeners, that's the end of today's podcast. And at this point, I'd like to ask myself, what have we learned? Well... in today's podcast, we've learned that I get a bit overexcited sometimes, but one pump can be fine as long as you make sure your partner's taken care of too. We've also learned that for the right person, you need to make a few little changes in your life or make no changes. No two relationships are the same. And we've learned I've got a bit of a sweet tooth. you've been listening to Melvin Meets His Match brought to you by Tinder next week on the podcast I'm joined by TV and radio's finest Snoochie Shy and make sure you follow the podcast to find out what made us say this
2: I get very very awkward so I feel like the best way to break the ice is just to fart on the first day <laughs> to no, what? I really don't care to
0: fart <laughs> to pass with me- <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay on the first day yes
2: to fart
0: trust me it's a good one see you next time Think clap.